At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. How are you? This is Oliver Fernandez with The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Today we're gonna talk about risk, the risk of business, the risk of being the owner, the risk of being the entrepreneur, the risk of being being in the seat of, 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 of business owner. So my son is officially walking. <laughs> Last week he was he was walking but with a prayer, and this week he's walking with confidence. You can see it in every step he takes. He he's starting to believe he can do it, and it's cool to kind of see it all unfold. So uh I was talking with my wife this week and she's getting ready to hire a new uh, administrative person. And when I was talking to her, I'm like, I was hearing her getting like all like uh, in the weeds on like how to structure an offer with this person. I'm like, dude, just take all of the risk off the table for the person, right? And just give them a, a solid offer and then allow that person to step up in, in ways where then, then they can be incentivized. And the reason why I said that is because as the entrepreneur, we are the risk taker, right? But if we're trying to put the risk on every one of our team members, and and, and yes, there is risk, right? But, but if we're trying to put that risk on everybody, then it's like, now all of a sudden we're making the decision harder for them. Like what I wanna do in business is I wanna take the risk to make the decision for the team member that can come in and, and add, and if they do everything they say they're gonna do on their resume, right? And, and during the interview, if they do everything they say they're gonna do, and I've, I've vetted that, then we, like, I know what results we can get, right? So I'll take the risk off and like, you know, what I mean by the risk is, is you know, instead of saying, oh, I'm gonna pay you like uh, 500 bucks a week, but you're gonna get $300 a transaction or $500 a transaction. Like, yeah, that's great. But like, what if that person, like now all of a sudden that person has to say, oh, well, what if I don't get enough transactions, then I'm only gonna be making 500 bucks a week and that's not enough. Whereas like I, as the business owner, I know how many transactions that we're gonna create. So great, I'll, I'm gonna offer this person someone, something, uh, an amount that, that makes them feel quote unquote secure. And then once they have that security feeling, now they're gonna be willing to make the decision to come on my team. And then I know the results that we can get if I have someone that can take that specific items off my plate. So I'll I like to remove the risk for the, for, for the team member coming on my team. I wanna remove that. And then, and then um, at the same time, I want, I do want to, I want to, I want to, I want to confirm that that person can execute, right? And it's not my responsibility to, 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 that they're saying everything's true on their resume and everything's true in the interview. Like, and what I mean by that is if they come on and they've said all this stuff in the, on the interview and they've said all this stuff on the resume and then they can't do it 
and therefore that's preventing us from getting the results that I know we should be getting, then at that point, we have to make another decision. And that decision might be to release that team member because, and, 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 and we have to take ownership for that decision. But where I see a lot of business owners not want to take ownership for that, ownership for that decision, and it, it starts with trying to lay all this risk onto the, the new team member coming on board. And like, yes, it's great to hire new sales reps and like basically, you know, have them be full commission. And, and like, I, I love that model. I mean, the model makes sense for any business owner, right? You like, you hire someone, you have zero cost, and if they bring something in, you get you get the revenue and, and potential profit, and you share in the profit with the person. I, I love the business model, but it creates a lot of resistance for the team members to want to join your team. So what I like to do is I like to remove that resistance, vet the person on the resume, vet the person on the interview, Understand that the value, and, and I know as the as the visionary, as the entrepreneur, the, of the value that that person can really bring to the organization. I then give them their salary so that they're, they 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 have comfort in 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 the in the scenario and in, in the employment so that they'll actually make the decision to join my team. And then at that point, it's now time for us all to be accountable to the result. And the result is going to take follow up, is going to take commitment, is going to take. I don't know, being tired but still pushing through, it's gonna take all of that. And if that person then isn't willing to do that, then then yes, then that's when I as the business owner need to now make another decision. And, and that might mean to, to put them through on a performance improvement plan, might mean to give them a warning, it might mean to remove them from the, from the organization. Because at the same time, we're not a babysitting organization. We're an organization that's, that, that's, that's that's involved in national security. We're 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 looking to add value to our team members' lives. Like we, we can't do that if we're constantly trying to you know babysit team members to to be accountable to the targets that that the organization needs to hit, right? So I, I love that. I love I love I love I love that conversation I have with my wife. And it, and it is a tricky conversation and, and all business owners go through it. And, and this is honestly the thing that honestly, I, I feel that will hold a lot of people back is because they don't want to take ownership for the, for the, for the result. And by not taking ownership for the result, they want to create all these scenarios where they don't have to put out, you know, maybe double the amount of money in the, on the, on the front end to get that team member to actually commit to the opportunity. So then what they do is they don't ever get that additional help. So then they, they cap themselves. They put this visible ceiling on themselves because they can never attract team members that can actually help them get to the next level, right? And then one of the reasons why I think they don't, they, they want to defer that risk onto the team member is because, and the reason why I, I'm not saying I think, I know because this is how I used to feel. This is exactly how I used to feel and how I got, and, and how and how I, I used to, uh, I used to um, get stuck. And that's why I wanna share it with you because the faster we can all get unstuck on this, the faster we can grow our businesses, the faster we can make the decisions that are gonna move our businesses forward. So 
So uh, the reason, another, the, the reason why I used to want to like to push all this risk to the, to the team member was because I didn't have the courage to remove them from the organization or hold them accountable and do the, I don't know, the temporary warnings and the performance improvement plans because, because I was like hiring people and like kind of letting them mess up and, you know, and wasn't willing to hold them accountable. No, like, no, I, I want team members that want feedback. And then that's, then that comes another thing, right? And then that's why, like, the other thing is that high performers, A team performers, they're not going to come cheap. They're, they, they, they want, they're going to command big money in the marketplace, right? And oftentimes the good people are already working. So they already have job offers. They already have money coming in. So now you need to, to meet or exceed or show them how this opportunity is going to help them get to their goals and targets even faster, right? Because those people are already working. They already got stuff going on. You know, like the people that don't have stuff going on and are, are, you get, you have to ask yourself a question like, hey, if this person's so good, how come they're not already in the marketplace moving things forward? Now there's, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, things that reasons why, but you want to make and vet, vet that reason why and make sure it's legit, right? Um, so these A-team, these A-team members are going gonna, gonna, are gonna to command a lot, right? So like you, I, I've, I tried to like, you know, oh, I'll give you 50 grand, but I'll give you, uh, all these incentives. But then you, you the person's like, oh, you know, I, now I got to leave a job that I'm making X and then, you know, take on all this risk. And, and then they talk with their, the significant other. And then they're like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. But it's like, man, imagine if I had made that, dis made that decision to just commit all in right then and there. I already know what the person's skill set is. I already know the value that they can add to the organization. I commit right then and there to matching or exceeding their offer and then letting that person come in the organization, taking all these things off my plate. So now I can go out there and continue to press on the things that I'm really good at, which is driving new business and revenue and, and visionary of the, of the business. It, it adds this, all this additional capacity to me in the organization. And now all of a sudden, instead of being a $5 million or a $10 million business, we can go to being a $20 million or a $50 million business. Wouldn't you rather have $20 or $50 million versus having five or 10, right? So, and the only way you can get there is by bringing on the quality team members. So what I like to do is I like to remove the risk for the, for, for the new team member coming on so that they can make their decision faster. Because every day that they're not on the team, I'm still doing the work that I want them to do plus the work that I need to do. And it just, I, can, I can't grow, I can't scale, I can't get to the next level because I'm stuck. It's this invisible ceiling. Whereas if you get somebody on your team that can now take all of this stuff off your plate and you're still committed, right? Now all of a sudden you get half your time back. I'm not, don't take that time and then go on yachts and go on all these exotic vacations and all that stuff. But no, now all of a sudden you press that time into generating new business, you know, uh, pushing, pushing the needle. Now all of a sudden you can drive that new result. And then that new result is, 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 is especially if it's, if your goal is to get bigger, if, if your goal is to have more revenue, have more profit, then that makes sense. And that's what our goal is. And that's why that makes sense for us, right? So um, it was a learning that I've learned and I'm trying to pass it on to my wife. And I figured that it might add value to you because it's, it's definitely added value to my life. And it's made my life more consistent because now I'm focused on the things that I'm really good at. 
I'm not trying to be accountant. I'm not trying to be lawyer. I'm not trying to be all of those things, which are needed in business, right? Those things are needed. Like if, if you have a business and you're not doing the books, I mean, at the end of the year, it's a mess. Your accountant's not gonna be happy with you. You're not gonna be happy with you because you don't even know where you are. The reason, and you're not gonna have confidence to hire new team members because you don't really understand the numbers. And the reason you don't understand the numbers is because you're only doing them at the end of the year because you have so much attention going on to other things that you it's just hard to do be everything right and grant my one of my mentors grant cardone always says you can do anything but you can't do everything so what are you going to choose to be great at and 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 it's freed me up too because now i can I, I i can now select the thing that i love doing and now that even brings more passion, more energy. And you can probably feel it in this video, right? You can probably feel that passion. You can probably feel that energy. That allows me to bring that. Whereas when I'm trying to do finances, like I, they're important to me, I like them, but like, that's not, I don't love that. Like that doesn't get me excited. Like I love seeing the end result. I love seeing the money in the checking account. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I don't love like doing all the data entry for the finances, but there's people in this world that do love that, that do get excited about that. So great, I want those people on my team so I, that they can love that, do that for the organization, which then allows me to continue to grow the organization and help get it to the next level. Which is something that I'm excited about, which is one of my goals, which is one of my targets. So. Hope that adds value for you. I know that that change in mindset, removing the risk for the team member and taking the risk on as the business owner. We're taking risk all the time anyways. We're kind of like, we, we got, we've gotten used to it, right? Whereas sometimes our team members, they, they don't understand how great they can be. And they don't, they, they, they're not used to taking on all that risk. And, and, and when they come on the team, I'm showing them where, where why taking on you know additional risk is, is important in life. But like in the beginning, a lot of times they don't understand that. So like, great, you can take on that risk to allow that person to make the decision faster. Or you could sit around and flirt around and lose a week, lose a day, lose a month, lose a year, trying to defer all the risk. And then now all of a sudden they, they, have, they can't make a decision because it, it's too much risk for them. No, as a business owner, let's take that risk. We're, we're accustomed to taking risk. And, and then at the same time, if that person comes on and they said a bunch of things in that on that resume and in that interview and they can't do it, now we have to have another courageous conversation and step into that and say like, hey, this is what I had inspected. This is, I, I told you during the interview, this is what I needed you to come in and do. Your, the work product that you've been producing isn't, 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 meeting that expectations and we got to make a different we need to pivot and go in a different different direction it's a hard conversation to do and that's will hold a lot of people back from hiring employees because next thing you know they hire them and they think they that that, that they owe that person 30 years of just coming into the office and just doing crappy work no like if that person comes in and they don't do good work you got to get them out and move on and that's not easy for everybody to do. And it's a skill set that I've worked on and developed and moved and, and, and agonized over. I remember the first time having to let go someone go, I literally had an outer body reaction. I was sweating, I, I was stuttering, I was stammering, but I, I did it. And, it. and it felt so weird. And it still feels weird to this day. But I know to get to, the responsibility that I have is to my team members. And, and what, 
how do I look to them if, if we have a team member that can't execute at a high level and I'm letting that person just continue to stay in the organization? It looks like I'm not committed to my goal because I'm not, as the owner, as the, as the business owner, I'm not exhibiting examples of making decisions that are, are in the best interest of the organization. So it shows a lack of commitment on my part. And I can't have that, right? Because now all of a sudden we're going to start duplicating that through everybody else who's watching me in the organization. And that's a no-no. That's a big, that's a big bad, bad thing. But with that, let's go out there and continue to build our legacy. Let's continue to bring on team members so that we can scale. Let's let's have good conversations where we stay in alignment with team members, but we 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 maybe take take some of the risk off the table for that team member so we can actually bring on team members that can help us get to the next level because that's the goal for all of us we all want to get to the next level i mean i i didn't want to just stay at 10 million dollars i wanted to get over that and the only way i was able to get over that is to bring on good team members that could execute on the play without me being involved in every decision i needed more capacity and the way only way you're going to get more capacity is by bringing on additional team members right there's only 24 hours in a day for me but like what if we bring on 100 team members now that are that are aligned committed uh, responsible dedicated that willing to do whatever it takes now all of a sudden we get that capacity of that uh, other additional 100 team members right and now we can grow and scale now we can go to the next level so let's go to the next level together let's roll Bye. Hey, hey.